This is the Rocky Mountain Review. I'm Maxwell's Hunter. And I'm Ren Wadsworth. And we're joined in studio by a reporter, Jake Seitz. We've got a great show planned for you today. We're going to be talking about some sports that just happened, both uh, on campus and away from campus. We've got local news. We've got campus news. We're going to have a couple roundtables about uh, Rachel Maddow and a new um, CBD-like compound that's been discovered and is in current clinical trials for the FDA. Uh, we're going to have some uh, local news and, of course, the weather. So that's all going to be a lot of fun. Stick around for that. It's going to be a pretty good show, and you're not going to want to miss it. First, uh, we're going to do our national days, as we've been doing traditionally, just saying uh, what day it is today. And then after those, we're going to have some sports. Uh, Ren, do you want to talk about what day it is today? Absolutely, I do. So many of you may not know, but today is September 10th, and it is also National Swap Ideas Day. Now, National Swap Ideas Day encourages people across the nation to converse with others and share our helpful and creative ideas. Now, I don't know about a lot of you, but I think that's a really cool national day. It's, it promotes a lot of coming together and just sharing your thoughts and your feelings with others, which I don't know if a lot of people do, but... I feel like that's us every day we play on the show. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It's a lot of thoughts, feelings, emotions, right. frustrations, joys... But now there's a national holiday to celebrate it. That is pretty cool. All right. And then the second day is going to be, so every second Tuesday in September is National Ants on a Log Day. Now, Ants on a Log is a food that consists of cutting up celery stick tops with peanut butter and raisins. This combination is meant to resemble a group of ants walking across a log. <laughs> That's actually adorable. <laughs> you didn't know what ants on a log were? I've never heard of ants on a log. I didn't no realize that way. was a, a food. I used to have those all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, really? I was yeah. like, that was a steeple of yeah, my definitely. child. Am I the only person who's never eaten ants on a log? Probably. I mean, I've, I've eaten actual ants on an actual log, but that was just because I was a weird kid. <laughs> I don't know. Let us know, listeners, if you've eaten ants on a log, or maybe if you haven't, text us at 970-491-5278. Once again, that's 970-491-5278. Now, all these national days are bringing a wave of nostalgia in me, because today is also National TV Dinner Day, which reminds us of a simpler time when we pulled out our expandable trays, switched on our favorite TV shows, and chowed down in front of the TV. I kind of want to do that, like, Tonight. as soon as the show's done. Yeah. Right. Get one of those TV dinners. They got, like, a little, like, the little malt and brownie. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Hunger so Man good. TV dinner. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one. Mashed potatoes and all that. Yeah. That's the one. Definitely. The best. The yeah. best way to eat dinner. <laughs> Man, what were my parents thinking trying to get me to eat healthy? They should have just given me those all the time. <laughs> or trying to get me to eat not in front of the TV. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> that's all I do anyway. <laughs> I don't even have a dining room table in my house. Well, Max, do you well, possibly have something to tell us about the Broncos game? Oh, I do. Uh, it was frustrating. Um, <laughs> we're, we were hoping to have Dixon Lawson, uh, our sports reporter in the studio, to talk about uh, local and campus sports, but he, he seems to be running a little behind, so I'm just going to get started talking about that Broncos game. and What a disappointing first game of the season, but that's okay because we can we can come back from that. Uh, we had some really great plays by Emmanuel Sanders, um, even though Flacco 
was kind of on a, a 50-50 with those those running games. This certainly had some good running game. The uh, the Oakland Raiders, uh, soon to be Las Vegas Raiders, played admirably, and they had some really great passing calls, especially towards the end. Unfortunately for us, um, I uh, personally uh, I subscribe to the Broncos Raiders rivalry, as my dad is a Raiders fan, and I grew up a Broncos fan. Mm-hmm. So for those of us invested in the rivalry, uh, last night may have been a a little bit disappointing. A little bit personal. But uh, we can we can come back and. We're going to have a little more sports talk once Dixon's in here, but first we're going to go on a quick break. So stick around. We'll be back with more sports and with some local news. And we're back on the Rocky Mountain Review at 90.5 KCSU, Fort Collins. My name is Maximus Hunter. And I'm Ren Wadsworth. And and we're... Go ahead. Oh, I thank you. And we're joined in studio by one of our new reporters. Jake Seitz. We've got a great show going on today. Uh, we do have some bad news, though, unfortunately. We've learned that our sports reporter, Dixon Lawson, will not be making it into the studio today. So uh, that little bit of Broncos talk is going to have to tide you guys over, at least until Thursday. <laughs> but that's okay, because we've got something very exciting about to happen. It is time for Jake to do his first local newscast. And Woo-hoo! we love having Jake in the studio with us. He's actually a good friend of mine. Very excited. So why don't you take it away, Jake? All right. Hi, my name is Jake Seitz. This is your local news for today, Tuesday, September 9th, 2019. You're listening to 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. The city of Fort Collins and the Larimer County Department of Health and Environment um, released a mosquito spraying update. The mosquito spraying was scheduled for Wednesday the 11th, and the scheduled spraying has been canceled due to a considerable decline in the West Nile virus. The city of Fort Collins has concluded that the decline from data analyzed from the latest trap data obtained. There is a considerable decline in public health risk and recommendations to cancel the spraying came from the Larimer County Department of Health and Environment and are in accordance with the city's West Nile virus management policies. Today there is also a city council meeting for Fort Collins and they will be meeting at 6 p.m. in City Hall. They will be discussing 2020 budget budget revision offers. These offers will be presented by Mike, Be- Mike Beckstead and Lawrence Pollock. The meeting will consist of a 20-minute staff presentation, followed by a thir- three-hour discussion. The purpose of the city council me- meeting is to get a council for the city council familiarized, as well as give feedback on the city manager's recommended revisions on the 2020 budget. The budget appropriation ordinance is scheduled for the first reading on October 15, 2019. The second reading will commence on November 5th, 2019. Earlier this week, the City of Loveland government posted that the Loveland Water and Power will rebuild and convert a two-mile-long stretch of the Big Thompson Canyon. This construction will begin at U.S. Highway 34 and Colorado Road 43, and will end at Highway 34 and Waltonia Road. The construction will be started on, or started yesterday, September 9th, and will proceed through October 16th of 2019. The construction will be from 8 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. The construction will improve system reliability and infrastructure hardiness for the Big Thompson Canyon customers. There are no planned power outages during the construction. Thank you for listening to the local news. This is Jake Seitz, and you're listening to 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. Thank you, Jake. That was wonderful, especially for your first time. Thank you. <laughs> that uh, I'm surprised they canceled the mosquito spraying. I was yeah. kind of looking forward to that. I get bit a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was looking forward to that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, 
Um, we're about to take a quick break, but after the break... Yeah, make sure you stay tuned so you find out why One American News is filing a lawsuit against Rachel Maddow for $10 million. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. This is the Rocky Mountain Review. This is the Rocky Mountain Review, and we are back. My name is Maximus Hunter. And I'm still Ren Wattsworth. And our reporter, Jake Seitz, had to leave to go to work, but we would just like to thank him again for coming on the show and doing his news report. Uh, you're wonderful, Jake. Thank you. Yeah, you did so great for your first time, and we can't wait to have you in the studio once more. Absolutely. And uh, if anyone listening is interested in being a reporter for the Rocky Mountain Review or just getting involved with KCSU in general, uh, you can stop by our office. We're located in the basement of the Lori Student Center, and we are always looking for more volunteers. Uh, Or, you know, if you just have something you want to say, shoot us a text at 970-491-5278. That's 970-491-5278. We'd love to hear your feedback. But right now, we've got something uh, to talk about. Yeah, indeed we do. So, uh, One American News is filing a lawsuit against a news reporter named Rachel Maddow uh, because she actually called their station Russian propaganda. For a little bit of context here, One American News is a very uh, recent self-proclaimed conservative news source that has been... um, taking attention away from Fox News in the eyes of um, its viewers, specifically one viewer, uh, the president, who has mentioned them in a few recent tweets. Now, uh, Rachel Maddow, who hosts a show on... uh, It's MSNBC. Yeah, MSNBC. Uh, Rachel Maddow, uh, after hearing uh, about the president tweeting to uh, One American News, uh, went on her show and called them... I have the, uh, the, uh, you have the exact actual quote? quote right here. Perfect. So she said, in this case, the most subsequently pro-Trump right-wing news outlet in America re- really literally is paid Russian propaganda. So she opened her show with that statement. Um, wow. Yeah. So a pretty bold statement. Pretty bold statement. And that's certainly what one American news thought because they are suing her to the tune of $10 million. Right. Um, yeah. And so MSNBC kind of... And Comcast, both of them said, this isn't really something we wanted. I can't imagine. On our newscast, this isn't really something we wanted on our channel. It doesn't really follow our beliefs. Um, Even though MSNBC is definitely more liberal, they still didn't want such a bold statement coming out. Do you you know if Rachel Maddow had any kind of um, uh, evidence for this claim? Yeah, so actually... um, her, one of her reasonings was because uh, Christian Ruos used to work for uh, Sputnik News, which gotcha. was an actual uh, Russian... Yeah, it's Russian state TV, right? Yeah, which yeah. is uh, linked to the Russian government. Okay. So that was part of her reasoning. But uh, in the lawsuit, uh, One America... Sorry, One American News said that Christian Ruas was a freelancer for Sputnik News, not a staff employee, and his work there had nothing to do with his work for OAN. I mean, that's believable. Did she have any other kind of rationale there? Or? Uh, 
I think that was her main thing is that she worked for this uh, Russian government kind of news outlet. He wrote a lot of pieces for them. And now he's working now for he's working One for, American News. Right. What do you think? Do you th- does that strike you as a, a, a logic, sound, logical argument for why this is Russian propaganda TV? Or do you think that maybe One American News was right to consider it slander? I mean, unless he's openly writing Russian propaganda, it doesn't seem like a claim you can really justify. No. Just because someone works for a different newspaper doesn't mean they're openly campaigning for them, doesn't mean they're uh, still in contact with them even. Well, and it's, uh, yeah, no, that especially to put on a major news, news network, that's right. a really big claim. Do you think Rachel Maddow should have the freedom to be able to say that if she does think that's an option or if that is her opinion? Well, freedom of speech and all that, but also as a, such a large news reporter as she is and being in such being so large in the public eye without backing her claim with any evidence it's kind of i almost feel um irresponsible, irresponsible. yeah right. that's what i was yeah. thinking too because i don't know i always uh felt she was a very respectable news anchor she has her own show for that reason usually she covers her bases very well Well, and Um, and as as journalists uh, some of you listening may not know but as uh, as journalists there are some pretty strict ethical standards that uh, you have to hold yourself to and if you uh, don't hold yourself to that fighting work uh, doesn't really happen because most uh, producers of journalism are looking for a uh, well-researched well-backed up information that they can you know defend if necessary and b really try to avoid bias and i know i know especially nowadays uh plenty of uh political talk shows and news shows are are biased but it is it still strikes me as as kind of out there that rachel maddow would make this claim in the first place when she knows all that right well the other thing that bothers me a little bit about this is especially in this time in this era and with this president there's a lot of backlash um against media um bias no not even that just media uh, oh oh just media in general yeah yeah, like yeah fair a lot of things fake news and he attacks the media and news outlets very uh outwardly and for him or sorry for her to almost go into that too by not sourcing her statements is it does it a does harmful to the profession i almost feel it, it makes me it does make me wonder what she was thinking and you know there there are definitely maybe this is a great example of what the president is talking about with uh news sources that right. aren't verified and it's, it's a it's uh i feel like it's a discussion that's been going on in this country for a couple years now and i i do think it's an important discussion to have Especially right. with stuff like this happening where, I mean, maybe some people now actually think that's Russian propaganda news. Or maybe it is. There's there's no real way to know, which is why as a, as a journalist, as a reporter, we have to be careful because people base their opinions. They, they, hear, they hear news anchors, they hear people like us on the radio, and they use that information to base their opinions around so it's always worth noting that the people on your tv screen or on your radio are people too and uh they're not always right uh we're not always right we try (laughs) we've we've had a we've even already had a couple cases where we were a little off on something right but uh 
yeah, news anchors are people too. They make mistakes. It's a really, uh, I think we're going to definitely follow the story because it'll be interesting to see how it develops. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a break, but coming up, we're going to have a little beat by one of our reporters, Katie Otter, about CBD. And then after that, we're going to go into some campus news. So you want to stay tuned for that. Absolutely. And uh, this beat is actually a uh, rebroadcast, but the uh, the topic that Katie is talking about is still going on. So if you haven't heard this before, uh, stick around. It's pretty interesting. Uh, we are going to go on our break. So we'll be right back. I'm Katie Otter with 90.5 KCSU for the Rocky Mountain Review, here to talk to you about CBD, what it is, what its benefits are, as well as have a conversation with expert Chase Knoll, founder of Leaf CBD. CBD, which is short for cannabidiol, is a compound that is found naturally occurring in the cannabis plant. However, it does not produce any psychoactive effects like THC does. People like to use CBD to treat things like anxiety and inflammatory pain. And the fact that it doesn't get you high is another big draw. According to Project CBD, CBD is a safe, non-addictive substance that gives cannabis its therapeutic effects. Although closely related to THC, it does not make the user feel any euphoric or high feelings. Although legal in 10 states and Washington, D.C., cannabis remains largely illegal throughout the United States. However, CBD is in a bit of a legal gray area at the moment because of the lack of psychoactive effects. In most states, CBD can be bought over the counter and even infused to your favorite coffee drink. Since it doesn't need heat to be activated like THC does, There are many ways to ingest CBD, including, but not limited to, smoking it, putting it in your food or drink, or even in topical lotions. In order to learn a little bit more about CBD, I had a conversation with my friend and CBD expert, Chase Knoll. So keep listening, and maybe you'll learn something too. I'm sitting here with Mr. Chase Knoll who I have had the pleasure of knowing for the past few years, and who also happens to be an expert on CBD. Chase, thank you for being here today. Good to be here. You are a CSU alum. That is correct, yeah. I uh, went to uh, the College of Business. I studied marketing and supply chain management. So I started 2013, and uh, I had four and a half years, so a little victory lap. It sounds like uh, that you're... Victory Lap is paying off. You are the founder of Leaf CBD. That is correct. Yeah, no, I uh, I founded Leaf CBD maybe a year and a half ago. Now I'm uh, I was a big consumer of various marijuana products, uh, and I appreciate Colorado's standard for quality that you know hasn't really reached the rest of the country yet. And um, I saw that CBD was kind of in the legal gray area, mm-hmm. and uh, I. Yeah, just I jumped on. I saw that you know the companies that existed were kind of taking advantage of customers' price and quality wise, and I knew exactly where I could jump in and um, you know deliver a high quality product at a much better price. And yeah, there you go. It sounds like you definitely jumped into the CBD market at the right time. That you're definitely right. Uh, I mean, I mean, like the earlier the better in any sort of new booming market. But uh, 
I started mine out of my apartment. Fortunately, it was a year and a half, two years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. So I've, I have, I've had enough time to launch off and uh, establish myself in an actual commercial location. How would you say your competition is? There are, there's probably another, so what we specialize in is we make uh, marijuana style products, you know, for marijuana connoisseurs that are, you know, are can't hemp derived. So they're like high in other cannabinoids. Uh, I personally, you know, like a lot of people love to smoke weed, but I'm not a big fan of the the groggy effects marijuana mm-hmm. has on me and if like i i love the ceremony of smoking but the longer you do it like the more it kind of cripples your day mm-hmm. so i've always wanted to have something that i could you know enjoy smoking but not have to feel like i'm smoking my college days away and like my education and um i'm sure a lot of people listening have experienced smoking too much marijuana and feeling anxious or mm-hmm. paranoid and uh that's just something that you know eventually i got tired of and thought hey you know maybe with with the uh, like new and upcoming industry and all the new research coming out about cannabinoids and how they can benefit people uh let's try to throw together some concoctions and see how they do on the market no oh, that's awesome that kind of touches on what my next question was going to be which was where did your passion from this all stem well i appreciate that it's hard. I don't know. To say you're passionate about marijuana it just kind of labels you as a stoner. Uh, but I'd like to think that like throughout my years of being a consumer, I've, I've, t- I've always taken it to the next level as far as like science goes and mm-hmm. um, like, you know, being ahead of the curve on ways to consume cool. and like how you can like most healthily source your your medicine or whatever you'd like to refer to marijuana as. Um, and so... When, and I always wanted to turn that passion into something monetary, but uh, in Colorado, it takes a lot of money to get licensing and buildings and all that stuff. Uh, and so when I saw that I there was a place for me to apply my background, I yeah, jumped on. And um, how it all started was uh, I, I frequented a shop in town called Kind Creations. They, were, they had just started selling CBD products, and I walked in there and I saw that yeah, it's really expensive. So I, my, I was able to, the, the owner's like, Hey, jump on, you should start selling your products here. Cause I had like put together some things myself using, uh, like strange specific terpene isolates with high quality CBD. And when, so I, I went in there and I was dropping off products for his personal use. I kept going in and giving him pens for free. And then he's like, well, why don't you just put this on my shelves and like, we'll get something going. And then I said, wow, all right, well, I guess this is it. Like, let's start a brand up and I decided Leaf was a good name, which and Leaf spelled L-I-E-F uh, comes from two different roots. One is kind of like a, uh, it's a shortening for like bee leaf or like relief. Uh, and it's also a play on words like leaf is, you know, like when you think of leaf, it's like a plant, you mm-hmm. know, and it can, cannabinoids, uh, CBD and other cannabinoids are derived from hemp. You know, that kind of fell into place. And then I actually later found out that Leaf means love in Afrikaans. Um, oh, wow. Passionate about all things cannabinoids. And I, I uh, would put money, anyone can quote me on this, uh, five, ten years from now, we're all going to, like, our medicine cabinets will be completely different and we'll have, like, a, a spectrum of cannabinoids that are tailored to, like, our specific issues. And as more and more research comes out uh, to what cannabinoids uh, help uh, certain ailments, um, 
you know, people will start bringing in more to their, bringing it into their regimen more. So can you uh, explain a little bit what cannabinoids are and how they are beneficial for humans? Yeah, so um, everyone talks about how the CBD market is booming, uh, and as it is, but people should look at CBD and expand their horizon to the overall spectrum of cannabinoids that human can, humans can consume. Um, so CBD is uh, short for cannabinoid oil, but uh, that's just one of the cannabinoids that uh, hemp and marijuana produces that can benefit uh, our health. So there's CBD, but then there's also CBN, CBG, CBC, CBDA, um, THC, THCA, THCV, um, and these are all, um, they're all considered cannabinoids and, uh, our bodies are wired. Um, they, we have, we have something called an endocannabinoid system and that's kind of a wiring that extends through our entire body and like through our, you know, our limbs and into our brain. And then the endocannabinoid system is still being researched because unfortunately with the prohibition and, um, some hefty, uh, laws that should not exist right now, um, mm. The research into this has been halted. Um, however, uh, cannab- like the endocannabinoid system it regulates pain. It, ha- it has to do with your uh, your mood, uh, anxiety levels, uh, how you sleep. So CBD is what everyone is talking about and using right now. And some people use CBD for sleep, and some people use CBD for anxiety. Anxiety is a huge one, um, but another one is cbg and cbg is a a very big anti-inflammatory and there's people who haven't found benefits from cbd but when they try something with cbg in it they notice like a black and white difference so when people are going to try cbd products they should look for things that have other cannabinoids in them because if you tried cbd and it didn't work for you lucky for you there's several other cannabinoids that probably will work for you so while we like what our brand is leaf cbd uh we kind of consider ourselves leaf cannabinoids because we like to facilitate all possible cannabinoids so we have products that have cbg cbc uh, cbn and thc and like when all of these cannabinoids are working uh together it's called the entourage effect uh and the entourage effect is um it's just it's that's like why medical marijuana uh, and like full spectrum cbd oil have been causing miracles like in mm. in the health industry i had no idea that there's so many different forms of cannabinoids and it's super cool to know that there's alternatives out there to pharmaceutical pills absolutely so um if anyone did want to try cbd or if anyone had tried CBD and it didn't work for them yet, I'd highly recommend uh, looking into other cannabinoids. Um, and a couple years from now, people will be, it'll just be a lot more mainstream to be yeah. consuming like these why things. But this is kind of new age right now and not everyone's picked up on it. But if you're tuning in today, lucky for you, you got a little information that could seriously benefit your day-to-day life. In case anyone listening wants to learn more about your product, where can they find their stuff? Uh, so we sell in a couple shops around town. Um, if they did want to find our product in Fort Collins, we're in Vape, Colorado, uh, which is a shop right next to uh, King Supers off of College. Um, we also have a website. Could always message us on Instagram, uh, or they could always visit us uh, at CBD Leaf 
com. But if they message us on Instagram, uh, we have several people running the Instagram and we'll always get back to you within a few hours. And we're happy to answer any questions if you did want to ask. Thank you so much for being here and taking time out of your day to talk to us about CBD and all the benefits. Absolutely, Katie. It was a pleasure being here. And I guess my parting note would be, regardless if you want to try cannabinoid products from my company or any other company, I highly encourage you bring cannabinoids into your life and your daily regimen. And when you are, make sure that you're consuming CBD that comes from reputable brands that get third-party lab testing and care about their end consumer. Thank you again to Chase Knoll for sharing all that CBD knowledge with us. And who knows, maybe we'll all have some kind of cannabinoid in our medicine cabinet one day soon. For 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins, I'm Katie Otter with the Rocky Mountain Review. And we're back on the Rocky Mountain Review. My name is Maximus Hunter. And I'm Ren Wadsworth. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure you go to our YouTube and our Instagram. And that's going to be at KCSU FM. Once again, that's KCSU FM. And if you like what you're hearing, you can also check out our website at KCSUFM.com. And you're just going to see some behind the scenes stuff, some of our other shows, some pictures. It's some really awesome stuff, and you should check it out if you get the chance. Yeah, both those Instagrams and YouTubes are under new management, and the people doing them are just doing an awesome job. Lots of behind the scenes, meeting people in the studio, uh, ways to get involved. It's pretty cool, so definitely check it out. That's KCSUFM. And if you have anything you want to let uh, me or Ren know, you can send us a text at 970-491-5278. That's 970-491-5278. But first... After, I'm not sure. What's happening now is we've got campus news, and uh, our lovely campus news reporter, Remy Kalor, is uh, unavailable today. She's sick, so I will be reading her news for her, but we want to give her a huge shout-out and thanks for writing these because we couldn't do this without her. But without any further ado, hi, my name is Maxwell Hunter, and this is your campus news for Tuesday, September 10th, 2019. You're listening to 90.5 KCSU, Fort Collins. CSU is planning a renovation of the Clark Building. The plans for Clark include a 7,000-square-foot addition to Clark B, including student study spaces and classroom upgrades. Clark A and C have planned renovations as well, but no concrete floor plan has been submitted. But with a $145 million budget, development of these plans may take several years. Part of the reason for this is the building was built in 1968, and VP of University Operations at CSU, Lynn Johnson, believes there may be structural integrity issues. Laura Studley of the Collegian reports that if the foundations aren't good, they'll completely scrap them and start anew. A wildfire burned more than 15 acres near Horsetooth Reservoir last week. When police arrived at the scene, they found a 34-year-old man named Robert Robert McGahey. McGahey has been arrested on suspicion of second-degree arson. Sadie Swanson, the Coloradoan, reports that McGahey admitted to starting the fire as of yesterday. Apparently, he did so out of resentment towards a recent breakup, and following an altercation with his mother, who would not give him back his phone, he started the fire. He then uh, realized what he'd done, attempted to extinguish the fire with his shirt, but failed, um, and that led to over $5,000 in fire containment costs. McGahey posted bail and is no longer detained, but he will be appearing in court on Thursday to testify in a case of second-degree arson. 
As of August 6th, we have a new veterinary hospital for horses. It was affiliated with CSU. The brand new Johnson Family Equine Facility will cover at least six acres of CSU's South Campus. With over 30 clinicians, the equine facility has the resources to provide all kinds of horse care. They plan to see at least 4,000 patients a year. Veterinary students will be allowed to study for their residencies there, and the new hospital will be a golden opportunity for students and horses alike. The CSU Salazar Center is set to present its inaugural international symposium on conservationism impact later this month. The symposium is set for Tuesday, September 24th, and aims to convene thought leaders in conservation policy, practice, and research around the themes of landscape connectivity across the continent. And it will establish a forum to track, incent, recognize, and reward progress on conservation challenges in North America. That comes from Beth Conover, director of CSU's Salazar Center for North American Conservation. Additionally, the symposium will host a competitive prize for conservation impact. The event will be located at the McNichols Civic Center building in downtown Denver and will host guests such as former U.S. Interior Secretary Ken Salzer, Colorado Governor Jared Polis, CSU System Chancellor Tony Frank, we miss you, and a broad range of conservation experts from Canada all the way to Mexico. For more information or to look up tickets, you can go to rego or sorry, regonline.com slash conservation impact 2019. Thank you for listening. I'm Maximus Hunter, and I'd like to once again give a very special thank you to Remy Culler for sourcing this news for us. This has been your campus news on the Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 KCSU, Fort Collins. Thank you, Max. No problem. I do have to say, I am so glad, and I'm sure many students are too, that Clark is finally being renovated. I just hope they don't tear it all down. I mean, there's a lot of classes that go on there. It's going to get really, really crowded in Eddie. Yeah. Eddie and the BSP seem like the two. They oh, the BSP is so too. nice. Yeah. Eddie's so cold inside. <laughs> the BSP is just like, like you think like high tech, like future place to study on campus. It's it's the BSP. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Not going to lie. Pretty nice. So we're going to take a quick break, but uh, we're going to come back after the break with a roundtable discussion about a new um, form of cannabinoid compound, much like CBD called CBG and what some of the benefits of that might be. And uh, that's going to be pretty fun, but first we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Rocky Mountain Review. My name is Maximus Hunter. And I'm Ren Wadsworth, and you're listening to 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. We've got a pretty interesting topic to talk about today. Uh, We're going to do our second roundtable today, and we are talking about CBG, which is not recently discovered per se, but recently making mainstream news. Um, And CBG is a form of uh, cannabinoid compound derived from the cannabis plant, uh, much like CBD, which is used for relaxation and medical purposes without the benefit slash (laughs) drawback, depending on how you look at it, of uh, the quote-unquote high feeling one gets from THC. Right. Um, And I think scientists are classifying this as a a minor cannabinoid so it's not as um effective potent it can be it can be synthesized out of uh legally grown hemp which is less than 0.3 percent thc content but enough about what makes it like (laughs) 
THC. What makes it different? What makes this newsworthy? Uh, it's actually a really cool compound because it's a lot of the benefits of medicinal marijuana without any of the marijuana in it. Uh, it does anti-inflammatory, uh, antibacterial, uh, antifungal, and even anti-insect. Mm-hmm. Um, in clinical trials, it has actually been shown to be effective against things like uh, staph infections, which normally require um, antibacterial medicine, antibiotics to right. fight. And uh, Ren, do you want to talk about why this could be so important? Right. That's one of the hugest impacts and good things about CBG is that it's antibacterial. And one of the issues about a lot of antibacterial medicine and stuff like that is that um, viruses and certain things like that become tolerant of it after a while, after continued use and continued uh, doses of that certain medicine. So now that we're finding something that can combat those same illnesses and diseases, um, our antibiotics become right? a little a little less scarce. Right. So we, I mean, with with antibacterial resistance, uh, you know, whenever a new flu shot comes out, you give it a year, and the flu virus has uh, mutated away to basically avoid the vaccine, and we have to yeah. develop a new one. And this is true actually for antibiotics in general. So. Um, Things like strep throat, staph infections, things like those, the more you use antibiotics on those, the less effective they actually become. So an alternative form of antibacterial medication could actually save antibiotics and possibly lives. Right. And so correct me if I'm wrong, Max, but I think you were saying before that one of the issues about CBG, just to talk about the other side, is that it's kind of hard for scientists to extract it if i'm a hundred percent so not only is it still non-fda approved and experimental even though it's been discovered for more than 10 years but uh, cbg is also difficult to extract from hemp and uh, it's a little less difficult to extract from marijuana but that's not legal yet um and with that difficulty and the fact that there is no current patents uh that are for for pharmaceuticals that can be bought for CBG, nor is there any kinds of FDA approval, it becomes very hard to work on and research and extract. And it's just not quite at the place where it's viable to be in the market yet. Right. Going back to um, the legality of it, that it actually is one of the positives about this, though, too, that um, hemp is legal in every single state. So it's kind of nice that this can be extracted from hemp and not marijuana. Exactly, yeah. It's uh, it's Most of the research is actually being done in New York, actually, where uh, marijuana, I believe, still remains illegal. Um, I would have to check on that. I'm not quite sure whether or not certain. it's certain. If we are wrong, send us a text at 970-491-5278 if you are from New York and you're like, they are wrong. <laughs> but um, it... it that's a big benefit to it, though, because that means that more states than just places that have legalized recreational cannabis can do research and uh, kind of widens the the spectrum of who's working on this and potentially makes yeah. means it'll happen sooner. Yeah, and get the benefits of it when it comes to fruition. But yeah, this is a really cool thing that can possibly change a lot of things that in healthcare. Yeah, it could uh, it could be very beneficial. It's also I think it's really interesting that it has. Uh, an anti uh, an antifungal uh, compound because it's really it's it, I mean you know it's not FDA approved but the way it's sounding like is it's really effective for the benefits of medicinal marijuana right. that involved actually getting better from being sick 
yeah. instead of, I mean, CBD is more of a preventative type of thing. CBD, like it works on people with seizures because there's no real cure for yeah. that, but it can help calm down. Well, it sounds like CBG is more for actually curing sicknesses. Yeah. I think the interesting part about it is it's um, anti-insect, which is kind of interesting. No idea how that works, but yeah. I don't know how that works, but it's an interesting concept to have another more natural um, insecticide, because I know that's what a lot of farmers are worried about, having more natural insecticides that are um, not really affecting uh, their crops as much or their livestock. Yeah, I think it'll be really interesting to see how this compound uh, comes into the market and what kind of products we can see it in right. and how that evolves. Um, so that that's CBG, and we're coming up close to the end of our show. But, but, but before we end, Max has something super special. I'm going to need a drum roll if I'm going to do this. All I'm right. going to need this from Zay, too, who's been hiding in the uh, recording studio all sneaky. Ooh. But it's time for the weather! The weather! Oh, my gosh! Okay, well, temperatures are cooling off a little bit, finally. <laughs> Today had a high of 82 degrees. It didn't cool off that much, really, did it? But it was cloudy <laughs> all day, so it's a little cooler. Uh, tomorrow, you can expect similar weather with all them lovely clouds and hot temperatures. But Thursday, those temperatures are dropping even lower. They might even go below 80. But we'll see. We'll see. That's kind of... It's kind of up in the air. The sun's going to be out and about saying hi, you know, showing its face. So keep things nice and warm when it's like that. But then on Friday, it's going to be a surprise because we're not going to talk about that until Thursday's edition of the Rocky Mountain Review. And that's all we have for our show today. But we just wanted to give some thank yous to people. So one of them is going to be Damien Castile, who's... Made all of the music for us. He has made all of the music all of the for music, us. Especially this song that you're about to hear. You mean this song? This song right here. Wait, that was Damien Castile. He's so good. He is so it's good. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, we'd also like to give a big thanks to Jake for coming in the studio to do his newscast, as well as Remy for writing that newscast. Uh, we want to thank Hannah and Julia and Zay for allowing us to have this show and allowing us to learn and become better producers and reporters and all that fun stuff all that great stuff uh we'd like to thank you listeners because this couldn't be done without you mm -hmm. and uh i mean ren and i could talk to each other about this stuff but it wouldn't be nearly as interesting right. so thank you for listening to kcsu and being a part of this community with us if you're ever interested in volunteering or being a part of the news team please come down to the basement of the LSC and say hi to someone and we can get you involved. Yeah, and I want to thank Max because I would not be able to do this show without him. He is my partner in crime and he's oh, just been such a doll to work with so that far. That was really sweet. I don't think anyone's ever called me a doll before. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you, Ren. Uh, you're a peach. Oh, a peach scone. Yum. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, that's been our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. We do have those YouTube and Instagrams at KCSUFM. Uh, definitely check them out if you like the stuff we make here. Yeah, and if you missed any of our show today, it's going to be uploaded on KCSUFM.com, so go ahead and check it out. Have a great uh, rest of your night. <laughs>